Welcome to Talking Junk. Welcome to Talking Junk. Welcome to Talking Junk. Welcome to Talking Junk. Oh, welcome back. This is a bonus episode for you guys tonight. We're back here talking junk after dark. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. How the fuck you doing? After not, this is a little after dark, a little later, a little looser, but not break room loose. How you doing? We're back again. What's up, Jason? We back. What's up, China? What Look at that. She switched it all out. She was throwing the colors, and now she's throwing the other colors. Nothing the sets tonight. <laughs> it's all that the hats was, that I'm was wearing. Some, that was some magician-like changing there. Right? How you got out that vest and swallowed a whole slice before we got back on? It's a square slice, so it's like a quarter, but yeah. Well, we do got another guest for you guys tonight. Mm-hmm. But I got to ask you two real quick. What's the word? What's the oh. word? The bird. What's the word? The, the bird, bird is the bird, word. Bird. The bird is the well, word. Well, there's only one man that can answer that question, if it's the bird or not. Mel, the Blind Fury. What's going hey, on, Mel? Hey, hey, hey Mel. What's, up, Mel? what's going on? Host of the What's the Word podcast. Absolutely. Hey. Live and in the flesh. How you guys doing? So what's going on, my brother? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself over here on Talking Junk After Dark? In this bitch. Uh, Hold on. You know what? Before you go on, before you go on and tell us a little bit about yourself, let me tell you that this episode is sponsored by Sugar Works Distillery in New Smyrna, Florida. Now, we previewed this tasty toasted coconut flavored rum on Saturday's episode. Tomorrow, we're going to preview the Sugar Works spiced rum. Oh, baby. Looks tasty. But as always... Yeah, we used to drink that up on the seas in the Caribbean. Get your Sugar Works Distillery Rum and other products, such as Moonshine. Moonshine, really? You guys don't and like the Moonshine? Mason jar. I, I, I'm a, I don't, I don't a fucking really mason jar. I don't, I don't really like alcohol anymore. Oh. Well, maybe you should in the Sugar Works. It looks like it might be worth it. <clears throat> Sugar Works is definitely <laughs> worth getting back on the wagon for. Or a gift for a family member. That's, that's yeah, hell yeah. Somebody that you know, this is a good gift for them. We can tell you that. I'm accepting gifts, by the way. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> late Christmas, late Christmas, late V-Day. Just know Word. that. Just know that. Just know okay. that. Just know that. We don't do, we don't do, side, <laughs> bitch. We don't do side bitch gifts. <laughs> <laughs> So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself for all those following at home and uh, my viewers out there on Twitch, you Facebook, YouTube. What do you want to know? You want to know the 411? You want to know what's the word? So what? Well, let's, yeah, let's we want to know what's what? the word about Mel. Uh, what's there to know? I'm, I'm 35 years old. I'll be 36 in like three weeks. First and foremost. Oh, Happy early birthday. One. Proud father of one. You know what I'm saying? I got a daughter. She'll be six in April. Uh, Ooh, cha, ooh, cha. 
You know what I'm saying? Her name is Layla. Layla Rosalie. She's sleeping in the room right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, I do a lot of things. I'm a jack of all trades. Apparently, apparently, I'm the I'm the person to hit up. Apparently, I'm the man, of, the man of the hour. So let's see. Okay. Let's see. Let's see if I. We are not. Uh, let me let you know that's trademarked by Leo Rush. If you go into the archives and uh, onto Spotify, you know, iHeartRadio, wherever we're listening to, you can listen to Leo Rush on the Talking Junk archives. He's the man of the hour. And uh, Mel the Blind Fury is the man of all trades, the jack of all trades, so to speak. Now, you said uh, since you're a jack of all trades, what, what does that consist of? What do you got under your belt? Well, I told your dumbass how to wrestle first and foremost. Oh well, a lot of my viewers didn't even know I know how to wrestle, so thanks a lot. Oh, whoa, whoa, well, hold up now, Jungus. We got a sensei in the house. I bro, I listen, listen. Jason is a former since I wanted since we since we talking junk. Jason is a former professional wrestler. And the last time he was in a wrestling match, he blew out his leg. Well, that was the very first time, and it was yes. my knee. <laughs> yes. Yes. Jason blew out. Well, his luckily, knee Jason blew out his knee completely, and us not knowing what the hell was going on, we're just running on like autopilot on adrenaline. Not we still worked the, the whole half an hour. Not knowing the severity of his injury, which is crazy. Yeah, that sounds like wrestling. Yeah, I had, I shattered my meniscus and tore my ACL. That's crazy. Ironically, I wrestled on it for a year like that, and then I got surgery. Still had two crazy ass Ooh. matches, though, right? Yeah, three, three. I had three matches. Well, we, it was uh, the one on one specifically. The the, the four yeah, way, two, two of them. The four way and unfortunately, I was the first one eliminated on the four way. But uh, we'll chalk it up to uh, you were uh, Jay Webb interfering. There's always somebody that got <laughs> their nose. always somebody that got to stick their nose in your business, bro. What you be doing that everybody be hating on you, bro? Like I want to know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. A lot of a lot of people love to hate, but I, I I radiate the hate. You can suck on this. Oh come on, we playing nice? Are we are we being politically correct? Or are we are we, are we going off the wall? Because like, look, I got a nice. We, well, it is fucking drunk after dark. We can throw balls to the wall. Relatively PC until like unless somebody accidentally just drops a bomb or something like that. You know, we try to keep it relatively PC, what? but you know. <laughs> I mean, I'll this Mickey the Rat over here, he's the one. Hi, Sunshine. I'll be hey, Sunshine. I Welcome back. I promise. Now nah, we don't got to behave. We don't got to behave. I did. I, I shattered my whole fucking knee. But uh, three matches. And to date, I'll, I'll rate my matches. The very first one with you uh, was the, the best one. Um, you had somebody good to be second. in the ring with. And you listen well. As as. No lie, no lie, Luis. You're a very good listener. As as, as hard headed as you are, yes. As hard headed as this nigga is, when when you talk to him about something he's interested in, he listens. I could I could have <laughs> been a good wrestler. That's Jason. I could have been Jason. a good professional. That's Jason. Let me just let you know. <laughs> fuck Seth Rollins. He took my gimmick. He could uh, suck a big dick. Uh, I just want to say that. Fuck uh, Seth Rollins. Come on, don't be salty. Yeah, shit. Yo, fuck that. Fuck that. Let me tell y'all right now. Let me reference this, all right? Just because yeah, just because people think I'm bullshitting, all right? My gimmick when I first started wrestling was Jay the St. Knox, period. All right? That's a fact. I was there when he made the name up. 
I always look like Jesus, even without the hair and the beard. <laughs> but when I got older and I couldn't wrestle no more, we started a fucking E-Fed on the, the PlayStation called SOW. Shout out to my SOW brothers. But they can vouch too. My whole gimmick was like, I'm a fucking wrestling god. I was Jesus himself in the wrestling ring. Fast, I did this for like three or four years on the PlayStation. And fast forward to 2000, what, uh, 19? Fucking Seth Rollins want to be the Monday Night Messiah. Suck my dick. Yo, check this out. <laughs> See, look, D.D. Debbie's in the chat. So we could talk about D.D. Debbie. Bust out also, right? Nobody knows this, but freaking when we had the match, there was an incident where somebody threw a chair because shit kind of went bonkers. And I think, <laughs> I, think, I think the chair landed in front of D.D. Debbie and almost hit her. And yo, it was such a yo, it was such a yo, people were so scared that we was gonna go outside and beat people up and shit like that. That's just crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's wild. That's just crazy. Like, That's just crazy. When was this going on? Like how long ago? Um, I would say wow. I'm 30, I'm about to be 36. Damn, that shit was a long time ago, bro. I can't even remember. No, it was a long time ago. It was before I even got with my wife. So it was it over was like 15 years ago. Oh shit! So stages. Look, it was before the beginning. That was before towards the rest. It was about 15 years ago. Yeah, something like that. More or less. More or less. So yeah, like old motherfucker, bro. Less, bro. Jazz has a way before to way before Connecticut was even in my sights, bro. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you Jazz never brought that shit up. I can't believe Jazz you. has a Jasmine has a way better memory than I do. No lie. China, your mic's off. If okay. you if I knew you didn't know that, I would have told you. I probably have pictures somewhere. You do actually. I, I mean, I, I, I I, I'm surprised I didn't I'm know sure. because I mean, I worked with this man for a couple years. Never came up. Had no idea. Cause you know why? Cause we. That's weird. Cause that's he's usually ashamed. the first. I love to boast on that. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Hell no. No, he's you know what it is. He, with me. He's butthurt that <laughs> he hurt his knee. So. <laughs> I'm a, well, I can't really be butthurt that I hurt my knee because honestly, it was getting married and having kids that kept me from getting back in the ring. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It did. It didn't. It did. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna How it didn't? I moved to Connecticut right after. I had no opportunities to get back in the ring, and I had to bro, hustle bro, to had, support bro, my family. We're closer to the WWE. Look, look, look. You were going to show. Oh, let's not even start with the E. You knew people out there. You just, you know. I think I think your thing I think your thing is that when you hurt your knee, first of all, we were wrestling in a boxing ring. That's first and fucking foremost. That should be dangerous. All right, a boxing ring and a wrestling ring are two different monsters. They're two. They're I remember different. that. They work. Yes, they work in two different manners. Now, a boxing ring has no give. Now, I'm a kickboxer. I've been in a kickboxing ring and a boxing ring. Them shits don't got no give. A wrestling ring has give. It has the beams that adjust and it makes the mat. Yes, yes. So those are two completely different animals. So we were, I understand where he's coming from. We were young dudes beating up our body. And if, when, you, when you get hurt, because I hurt my knee later on in my career. When you hurt your knee, that shit, is, that shit is crazy because like you walk on your knee. So then it's like, it takes away your livelihood. And you think about that. Think about the shit and you're like, yo, is this really worth my health and my livelihood and my ability to feed my family, myself and my children? That's Health is really right because I I had to get fucking ACL reconstruction surgery and really only one person in my life knows what I'm about to say, and I basically got addicted to the Vicodin that I was on. Mm. I was just popping pills like every hour on the dot, 
I needed those pills. So I couldn't hardly move. But that's what yeah. I'm not a, I'm yeah, not a back sleeper either, field. but I had to sleep on my back. Yeah. It sucks. About the medical field, bro. They deal with symptoms. They don't deal with, they don't deal with treating. They don't the, do the, cures. The cause of problems. You understand with yeah. injuries and with Well, symptoms. I just found out, I just found out that they used to put silicone there when, when you had no meniscus. No, yeah, no, 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 not a lubricate Excuse joints, me. To lubricate your joints. Yes. Sir. No, 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 no. I got it wrong. It was because I have a herniated disc in my back now. But for the surgery for the herniation, they used to uh, take the herniation out and then inject uh, silicone in there. And it was working too good. So they stopped doing that and started doing the, the fucking procedures that they're doing now the where they're fusion? removing it. The yeah. They're. They remove the fucking disc and all of that bullshit, and it just See, ultimately makes it worse because they're not he, filling that gap say, anymore. Here's the, thing, here's the thing about spinal fusion surgery, right? From all the wrestlers that we've seen that hurt themselves, right? That yeah. it depends on where the injury is, my nigga. So like, it could it could limit the mobility in their neck and their back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or it could be a minor injury, like at, the, at you know what I'm saying at certain parts. So it's it's really case sensitive, and it also depends on. How badly body like people's, you know how bad people's bodies are beat up. I I um the other day I bought the Last Ride documentary on Xbox because it was on sale and I started watching it. And um, one of the things that like it starts to point out is like his knees and there was like a shot of him I think in knee surgery and it went by like a couple times because I had to go back and I was like yo what the fuck even is that that they're drilling into and that was knee surgery that he was getting for like. Because I didn't realize he got so fucked up throughout his career. Like, not just once or twice. Oh, he yeah. took a lot of injuries. And um, I haven't gotten to the point yeah, really where we talked about it yet, but like that Rocky Lesnar thing where he got tossed on his neck. Uh, like, whew. It's amazing that man's still walking around. Now, if you junkers want to know exactly who he's talking about, you can go on to Spotify or wherever else you listen to your podcast and go on to the Break Room uh, archives and listen to the episode we did on The Undertaker. Okay, it's Mark Calloway. Big Evil himself. Mm-hmm. That man is Dead like... man walking. See, but we talk... And then, like, we also, shout out to... Uh... Look, 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 we digressing too much on wrestling, though. We digressing too much on wrestling. True. True, true. I, don't want uh, I do want to uh, shout out Mankind, though, for the same Foley, Foley. What's your favorite personality of his? Um, I want to say There's Mankind, the, just because that whole myth shit was always so wild to me. But I'm also, I have to tell you, I'm a uh, light-level wrestling fan and stuff like that. I'm not real deep into it, so I don't know actually getting into it so at the moment <coughs> it's bad because i remember like when i was playing like the wwf games and all that shit like that always it would be that versus undertaker when we make our brackets and stuff like that so oh yeah they did i didn't even realize the only man that entered the rumble three times in the same rumble but that's lit though <laughs> all right let me show you guys something real quick since you want to bring it up and we're about to get off of the topic of wrestling what you pulling up? <laughs> I'll show you. Oh, right sure. now. We digging into the archive archives. Here? I only got one picture, so of enjoy who? it. Oh, you in a leotard, bro? Of who? Of us? Oh, he, I re- yo, is the I know what picture it is. It's the picture of him in the tights we made. I knew it. Oh I knew shit! It. We, yo, yo, we made his shin guards. We made his shin guards and his tights. 
Those shin guards were Rome's. Rome lent me his shin guards. And me and you cut out the pattern, and Grandma sewed in an uh, yeah. old T-shirt into those tights. Yes. Those are my grandmother's tights, by the way. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm wearing my grandmother's tights in that wrestling match. He looks so baby-faced. Look at him. For real, yo. That does not even look like you. That looks That's pre-man Jason. <laughs> Definitely is. You look like Jose. My kids, my kids don't know. Jose looks like me. I'm the oldest. Well, you know what I mean. Jose does look like my, me, actually. We always right see there my kids picture. don't even know who yeah. that is. Eddie look like Eddie look like Eddie look like mommy bone the fucking milkman, bro. <laughs> Eddie looks like my mother. I with love the red hair. I was just talking to Eddie recently, actually, because it was his birthday. We supposed to link, actually. He's supposed to come to the city and shit. But I told him I was gonna be I'm gonna pop out to Connecticut soon and all that. I want to go see some people out there. I'm trying to train out. <laughs> So after wrestling, what did you do? I did a lot of shit. I worked in a restaurant. I worked for um, Bobby Flay in a bar in Mary Kane in his uh, Midtown location for uh, almost four years. Nice. Nice. How, what was that like? Huh? What was that like? Oh, it was an amazing experience. It was hard at first. It was hard at first, but I got really cool with my managers. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were really understanding people. You know what I'm saying? And then I met Flay like three times, and he was pretty nice to me. He was pretty nice to me. You know, didn't really okay. say much. You know what I'm saying? He shook everybody's hand when the when the restaurant closed. We got our fucking uh, severance check from this nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They he could, he could at least cook you dinner. They asked me my plans. They asked me my plans after the uh, after the restaurant. I told them I was thinking about um, going into opening up a tattoo shop with a friend because that that was the move at the moment because I have a fr- I have a friend uh, she still tattoos to this day actually her name is Savvy and um I did a tattoo party with her recently I like that shot glass right you can get party. it at, I did you can get it party. the same place you can get the Sugar Works Sugar liquor Works. on Sugar their Works, website yeah. Sugar Works Distillery and you know what you don't need to put liquor in the shot glass wheat grass wherever the hell you want to put it in there bro nice I collect them I like shot glasses they all tell a story. Plus, you, okay, never, have one. You, never know you, you never know if you have friends over. It's okay. I'll take a shot or two, or I'll enjoy. I'll enjoy some wine, or I'll definitely pop some freaking um Bel Air. Oh yeah, Bel Air, I'm with it. So, I'm not a complete total. I'm not a complete and total douche, but you know what? Almost twenty years of fucking drinking whiskey with this idiot, raw, <laughs> Irish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Irish is here. No, but I don't know. It fucked, it fucked me liver. Just a little bit. It fucked me liver up a wee little bit. It fucked well, my life up, up just a little bit. Otherwise, it stays a bit of a contrast. I still sometimes don't know who I am. No, Smyrna, it, wait. Ooh, it was, okay. it was the 151 flaming shots. That's the moonshine we were talking about. I ain't gonna lie, I missed that 151 and the flaming Dr. Pepper, but apparently that shit don't exist no more. That shit looks pretty. No, it don't. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty label too, no lie. Right. And it's very plug because let me let you know that Sugar Works also, Mel, if you want to take a trip down memory lane, they also have whiskey. Well, you know, I, I know, I know some whiskey connoisseurs, so maybe I'll maybe I'll cop them a, a bo- couple of bottles and send them to them and things like that. You know, there you a, go. Go. a bottle of whiskey is always a, 
a bottle of whiskey is always a good gift to give to somebody when you don't know what to give them. Be like, hey, I don't know if you drink or I don't know if somebody in your household drinks, but hey, have a bottle of whiskey on me. What does that say? Kalahasa Creek? Whiskey mm -hmm. says a class. When you bring a bottle of whiskey, it says you're a classy man. They have that what one, and they also have the cinnamon. Filthy whiskey. drunk. Really drunk. Oh, you're, okay. you're a filthy drunk. <laughs> Only if you Ooh, smell that what you bring. I don't do cinnamon, but if <laughs> oh, I did, I'd love to get bit by that shark. Cinnamon whiskey. Shark. I'm not really a cinnamon person when it comes to alcohol, but I think that's because the first time I had fireball. Me and I, like, I hate, I hate gold swaggers. I hate that fucking fireball bullshit. <laughs> gold swagger. Yeah, yeah gold swagger. You gold never had gold. gold like fireball it's is like cheap. Yeah. Fireball is cheap. You, and dark liquor is the way to go. I'm a Rumplemans person. What the like fuck is Rumplemans? Is that what? some really Walker shit? Did you nah, you get your fucking liquor from somebody that tried to molest a, a woman that was spinning yarn? <clears throat> okay, Rumpel number one, we're in talking junk, not the break room. Number two, well, this Rumpel is talking junk after dark. All right. Oh, okay. Rumple mints is hundred proof liquor. Yes, hundred proof. You do it oh. right. What? No, so that's like that Graves grain we used to drink. Yes, it tastes like peppermint. Like, you want to talk I, about fucking up a life? That great no. brain fucked my life up. I remember I was at, I was younger. I was under 21. We don't promote underage drinking. No, um, we, no, we sure do not. You no, have to be 21 to go on the, the website. To on the website, right. But in my younger days, because I'm older than you guys. Um, mm -hmm. There was a place over here that had ladies free on Wednesdays. So all my peoples would go in there and all that. So the guy knew me. So he was like, China, I had a challenge for you. I was like, oh boy. He but was the like, race to China, just to race with China. <laughs> this guy <laughs> says that nobody can drink him under the table. <laughs> no, time out, time out. If I know, let me, let me just say for all you junkers out there, China's my cousin. If it didn't, if it hasn't came out in an episode yet, which I think it has, China is my cousin, all right? Now, she used to live in PA, and she brought me to her house. And I'm going to tell you how she drank this man under the table. The same way she smoked me under the table. Motherfucker was not smoking. She was not pulling them shits. She was not. She was faking it. What? I seen it. I Never. seen it. Me? She was faking it. Yes. Never she, can. She take the... Hold on, hold on, hold weiss, on. Weiss, why was she, she was taking the pool. She was taking the pool. Word. That's such a waste. Bro, because she didn't care. She was selling dime bags this small, bro. Never. She was selling dime bags this small to them stupid ass white boys up there. I, bro, I'm telling you right now. She took a pool. I'm not wasting my dime or yours. Lies. She took a pool. Well spoken. We baking up. We baking up her bathroom. Just, just listen. Go ahead, and listen. at first, I'm not catching on. So she might take one or two hits. Don't get me wrong. She was smoking. But I did catch her ass doing the. So now. Does the boy that Clinton. Letting it loose. And you could tell that the fucking smoke wasn't inhaled because it's mad white. <laughs> okay, wait. Number one. He's a coffer. I'm not. We all know this. I got Number asthma. One. 
I got time out. Matt, what did you used to call me? Which I used to call me. Still to this day, I'm probably the only motherfucker any one of y'all know that used to hit the blunt on the asthma machine or hit the blunt while I fucking take my phone. That's a fact. He would plug the blunt in the asthma machine. In the asthma machine. Do I look like I'm wasting hits? Or does this look like this young man is pissed that his female cousin smoked him out? She did not. She did not smoke me out. I held my own till we got in that car to pick up Mike. After that, I don't know what happened. And who was driving? Let me sleep the, the liquor off, so I don't know. You where are you coming from? It's not the break room. Thank you, boo. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> talking junk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come on, mama. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry so about this, your story. Please continue. Just real quick, real quick. So this guy knew me, so he challenged me. This dude was big. I mean, like big, a big burly dude. So he was like, all right, Chen, I need you to handle this. He was like, and if you handle this, not only do you get the pot that's on the table and I'll put your pay in because I'm putting you up. He was like, you're drinking free isn't only on Wednesdays. Anytime you come in, anything you want behind the bar, not just well. Nice. Needless to say, I finished a bottle of Rumpelmint, 100 proof, 100 proof. Walked out of there and walked home with my girls. Homeboy was pulled out in an ambulance. Ow. Yeah. Alcohol so needless poisoning. to say, I got my share in when I was there. Alcohol poisoning much for that man? Yeah. Maybe. A little bit. Perhaps. I hope. That's the Irish in us. Like, we could hold it. That's grandma. I can't hold it no more. That's grandma, son. That's I can't hold it on now. Go back into the archives on YouTube, and you can see. I don't remember what episode it was. It was the Roy Jones. The Roy Jones episode. That was, that I was, was fucked up off that Titmus vodka. Yeah, Titmus. I was fucked up. Yes, he was done. Wait, you get trashed on air? I get trashed on air Sometimes once. A once. Bit. And right now, tonight. Uh, now, you only I know, I don't take shots. Last time. I but hate you shots. Together. But I'm saying you, you were that last when we were leaving the last spot. <laughs> Thank you. Contact almost came you got out. A, you got an eyelash in your eye, pretty boy? Now nah, my contact almost flew out off that sneeze. I'm so glad I don't have to wear those I anymore. That, yo, I have that same issue, brother. Lasix, best thing ever. I want to get Lasix. I mean, a lot of people that, say they see cocks in front of their eyes afterwards, so I don't want to. That what? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? What? I said I know some people. Some people that see cocks in front of their eyes after. You're I really more mean spots. See a cock after than me. There's more. There's people that see spots in front of their eyes after. Yo, I can't with you, this guy. Yo, you do afterwards Dude, when you're cock. driving. Honestly, for about two years, driving at night was a pain because you see spots like the lights coming at you. But they have glasses for that. People with sensitive eyes, it, it fucks with them more, like the pain. And my eyes are fucking sensitive. There's no like pain. If, there's times where I have to fucking squint to drive to work because it's so fucking sunny out here. Yeah, there's no, there's none of that. All that goes away. Jason, you live in Florida, but you'd be used to it already. 
Hell right? no, I will never, I will, I will never get used to it. Did he well, do it? He went from extreme cold. And just from extreme cold. Look, he goes from extreme cold in Waterbury to freaking hot as hell in Florida. 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 I fucking hate Florida. It's not hot. It's not. It's not, it's not desert hot out in It's just it's sweaty, nasty. Hot out here in the summer when it's comes a day. swamp. It's not desert hot. You live in a swamp. Florida yeah, it's swampy hot. Swamp. The Everglades <laughs> is a swamp, my man. Okay, wait. Is it ever 115 degrees? The, when I tell you to throw them in the marsh, you throw them in the marsh. When they, they were talking about the fucking Everglades, nigga. Stop playing. This is mm-hmm. shit where you at. All right. This, 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 this so, different from that like Vegas this. shit, bro. That's just something Let's else. fast forward. Let's fast forward real quick. Um, You hit a very big milestone in a lot of people's well, let me, let me not say milestone. It's, it was your milestone. You achieved something that a lot of people where we grew up only dreamt of. And you performed in Madison Square Garden. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Now, won't you tell us a little bit about that? Because I know I remember it just like it was yesterday. I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> All right. So where do you want to start at? Do you want to start at like the whole experience and shit? Like. Let before we start at the experience, why don't you tell us how you even got booked for that fight? Yeah, how'd, right, how'd you so, get there? And, and who's your opponent? All right, so I fought I fought a man, his name is Moripaz the Mambo Kit Augustine. He's of Haitian and Mexican descent. He's uh been a professional fighter for many years. He boxed in the WBO, WBA, he's a fucking former um Dutch style Muay Thai kickboxing champion. He's like he had like an 80 and 80 something and like five record, dude. Like overall, yeah. So, I actually trained with him before, um, with our dear friend Blackerfellow, who's no longer here with us. Rest in peace, Black. And, um, we now, were this is the guy you uh, fought, yes, sir. So, we were always, um, you know, we were always in touch. Mo and I, because Black had linked us, and I fought for Mo one time in an amateur fight, and I lost. You know what I'm saying? But I, I did good, you know. And he had always, you know, had these uh projects that he would always involve me in, like basically to keep me out of trouble. You know what I'm saying? Keep me off the street. Um, they had a reality show, it was like a fighting, it was like a fighting reality TV, TV show that they were trying to pitch the Showtime about like guys that were getting out of jail and guys that were on the streets trying to change their life and shit, like in the fight game and things like that. So um, I had always done things with Mo and um, he had always, you know, chatted with me back and forth. And um, after, after Black passed away, you know, we still spoke and things like that. So he hit me up uh, in the spring of like 2019. He's like, yo, um, I want you to come to this gym you know what I'm saying? And fight me. Oh, shit. My team captain's in the building. Dave Velez. Shout out to him. Senseless Inc. In the building. He said, Madison okay. Garden, Check it out on YouTube. That's the documentary. I Animal 4535 is the channel on YouTube. There's a whole documentary about it. But, um... Okay. So, uh... Where is it? On YouTube. On the channel... On the channel... Excuse me. On the channel I Animal 4535. And, um... Mo and I had always stood in contact, and he had called me. He told me he wanted to come to the gym and spar with somebody. You know what I'm saying? So then, um, hi, baby. My door is up. Hold on, guys. Come later. 
Come here with that. That he's doing a podcast. You want to say hi? Hi, baby. Hello. Hi, beautiful. Say hi, to Jason. <laughs> so, um, we what you call it? We um, we contacted each other, and he said he wanted to do a fight, and um, the fight would be against him. That would get you know, payday, whatever. Uh, it was supposed to be at this place in Chinatown called um, I forgot what it was called. Uh, I think it was called El Capital. Now is this the page? That's it. Yes, sir. Music media is on that page. Make sure you like and subscribe. Music, documentaries, videos, all media. So um, we signed up. We spoke. Actually, sorry. We spoke, him and I, and uh, we were originally going to do the fight. I went to this. Uh, I was living on 125th Street at the time in Harlem. We went to this, uh, that's the documentary, yes. So we went to this uh, Starbucks, I signed the contract, and then the fight actually wound up being canceled. Hmm. Yeah. So then um, he said they were gonna reschedule the fight, but I wasn't sure where it was gonna be. And then it wound up being at Madison Square Garden, I was told. And we set it up and they set it up for a title, and you know, um, I was already training with uh, with my team, the Census Inc. Fight Team. You know, uh, they train at a, uh, they train a lot, and they fight at Rumble in the Bronx, the underground fight clubs, and things like that. You know, they're they're really like passionate about martial arts and boxing and fighting and things like that. And you know, I support them in their campaign. So um, my team, you know, supported me in my campaign. One of my guys, uh, George, he wrapped my hands. My team captain Dave, he was in my corner, my corner man. And his cousin Ray was the merchandising man. They were both in my corner. Dave was also my cut man. So, and we went in there, we did our thing, and I came out with the title. And I beat the man that trained me before. So, lay down, baby. Lay down. Yeah. So, you know, that's how that went. And I'm everybody pulling up a picture right now. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, you know, at the Garden, the Hulu Theater, about five thousand people there. It was unreal. It was unlike anything I've ever, ever experienced. I, I would say, next to my daughter being born, it's probably like one of the second best moments of my life. Here it is. It was, it was cool. It was awesome. There you are, right there. Yes, there goes the flyer. Uh, middle left hand corner. That left side, middle, but on the right hand side, yeah. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. So, how did it feel to see your? uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jason. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Um, I was gonna say, just like, was that like the peak for you in your fighting career, or was that kind of like just like a set-off point for you to do like more things and change your goals, or like was that the ultimate goal for you? That was my first professional fight. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Wow. First That's fucking crazy, though, to start out there at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> but you know so, what? like, I'm that kind of makes going up harder, though, you know? I'm kind of a late starter as far as competition, you know what I'm saying? Because I've always been into, like, the combat arts and things like that, but I'm a late starter as far as competition. 
Okay. So you're 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 a veteran of the sport, but not of competition. Yes, you can say that. Yes. Uh, my team captain in the comments he put, "We got VIP treatment." Mel was the only fighter to come into entrance music, and it was his song. That is also true. We came up to my song. First, Melvin Blind Fury Ramos. Hey, there goes the commercial. They just mentioned my name. There goes my name right there. Let me play that again for you guys. Play that again real fast for you guys. Boripod, the Mambo Kid Auguste versus Melvin Blind Fury Ramos. And the main and you were under the main event. That's pretty impressive. Uh, it, was it was a double main event, but it was awesome. It was, it was, it was really fun. It was a really fun experience. Really, really fun experience, man. Like, nothing like it. It was incredible. So what, so, what have you done since then? Yeah. Uh, we've been doing a lot of training, uh, a lot of music. I have six singles out right now. Uh, I manage an artist that I just okay. Climb. So uh, his name is Ladizzy. He's from uh, Kensington, Maryland. He's a comedy rapper. He's like a like a Weird Al Yankovic, uh, little Dicky type rapper. He's got your little Dicky, little stuff slept on. So I, I feel you. He's got this That's Dicky, dope. This kid, this kid Ladizzy is pretty slept on. He's he's actually got a pretty cool following. And um, okay. a song called Aspic. It's a really nice song. You want another one? <laughs> okay. How is the song name at? Now let me just say this real quick for you people actually watching this. I'm not making that face because the liquor's nasty. The the liquor's good. I fucking hate shots. Why? I don't like them. I don't like shots. All the hair is on his face, not his yeah. chest. I got hairs on my chest, right? Okay. Don't try to play me. Anyway, it's probably <laughs> because what you went, uh, what you referred to earlier, all them shots we used to take when we were younger. That's a fact. But yeah, man, like you asked what I was doing since. I've, I also train, um, also train people, including um, a group of little kids in my neighborhood, in our neighborhood where we grew up on Gun Hill. You know what I'm saying? Gun Hill? Let's see. You know, got a handful of little kids, you know, that I train. So that's a good thing, you know. Always want to give back to the community, because you know, absolutely, community is you know we we all we got. Tyler, we have to, you know, we have to be the we have to be yes. the gatekeepers. we have to be the gatekeepers for the younger generation, and we have to teach them, you know, to be better. So, yeah, my students also does music, so I do music with one of my. Well, I haven't done music with him, but I. We talk a lot about it. He was just on my podcast the last show. His name is Juju Choku. Really talented 11-year-old kid. What made you want to give back to the kids? Sorry. What made me want to give back to the kids? Mm-hmm. Because there's so many there's so many kids out there, right, that they don't have an outlet to express themselves. And oftentimes, those children are misunderstood in society. And instead of having a place or an outlet to put those energies into a lot of community centers in the city, especially in the urban areas, it Mm -hmm. seems to me like nowadays that they're cutting funding for all those things. And like those kids, then they see the hustlers and the street dudes 
and right. you know the 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 you know and and I'm not trying to knock nobody's lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? But that's what they see, and then that's what they want to emulate. They think that that's success, and that's wrong. they think that's the right way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's wrong. It's wrong. You know what I'm saying? If if somebody older than you is not teaching you to be better than them, then that's the person you don't need to be around. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Got to so pass on that wisdom. You could technically be called the Diamond Dallas Page of the uh, mixed martial arts world. Why? You got a late start in your old age and won a title. Why? <laughs> I'm old to you. Do I look old? <laughs> Do I look old? Trying to come with a compliment. You done smacked the man in the face, Jay. What was that? Come on, man. That's where you come from, especially if you ain't have a point. Damn, if he's old, I must be ancient. Yes, exactly. You're China, right? Been around forever. I'm just kidding. Gray, I love you. When my hair goes gray, I'm not gonna do that. Just for men's stuff, I'm not gonna dye my hair. That shit's gonna stay salt and pepper. Bro, you just gotta shave the head, man. Just check, see how your head shape is now. No, my hairline you know? is good. I'm good. Oh, uh, okay. My hairline is good. Yeah, I had two years in Barstow in the high desert. Fuck my shit up. My hairline sucks too. That's why I shaved the sides. Keyword right now. I don't have I that problem. Different. Okay, I do look different. That's yeah. why I shaved the sides because my hairline is fucking. It sucks. I thought, I thought you played God of War. Or something I, like got a, I got a luscious, luscious hat, set of hair. So. But yeah, man. Get your. Don't be playing with your Brillo pad over there, right? My hair's longer than yours. Yeah, okay. My hair is longer than yours. No, honey. My hair is just curly. Don't do it. Here we go. Here we go. My hair isn't curly right now, so it's nice and neat. No, my hair is longer than yours. Be quiet. Talon. All our hairs are longer than yours. I think Talon's hair is the longest. Yo, get the yard. I used to have 18 inch long locks, okay? I had some long, gorgeous hair. Facebook. I'll see if I can find that shit. I can't do all that because my hair's curly, but um, yeah, no, honey. My hair is down past my butt. Oh, no. I think I'm going to do the whole episode like this. Weiss, actually, Wednesday Adams, Weiss. Your nephew's hair's pretty (laughs) long, too. Well, no. Well,. Well, no. Nah. You don't want me to let my hair down. My hair's longer no, than all of y'all. No, don't play yourself. You know, my just, just, just let the kid think <laughs> his hair's longer. As you were. You look like you belong in the housing. It bothers me in my face. Oh, no, that's just not good anymore. He look like a Hells Angels member. What the? Fuck? I'm Rick James, bitch. No, not even in that league, buddy. Bro, you, you, need, like, you, need you look like Jesus Christ Superstar. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> you look like like young God, you know what I mean? Like, cause they always show him with a white beard and white hair. You look like young God, like as he's just starting out figuring out how to create shit. To be like, oh, I fucked up with humans, yeah, and I ain't been back over in a minute. <laughs> we seen that no more. But yeah, y'all what? look. <laughs> you look like a white black Jesus. Oh, that's she crazy. Looks like, she looks like black Jesus, but white. A white black that's Jesus. A, that's what. I'm not fucking white. I'm a lot of Jesus. Thank you. I'm sorry. My bad. Thank you. Okay, you're Irish. 
That's not even what I was talking about, but <laughs> yes, I do. I'm white and black. That's why I am. I if our mothers are half Irish, he's right? a yin yang, and our fathers are full Puerto Rican. That doesn't make us half Irish. Yeah, that's not how that works. You definitely percent. I'm not acting like I know. I should know, but I we, don't know. But it's not half. You are a quarter Irish and 75% Puerto Rican. Let me do the math for you. So that means I'm like everybody else <laughs> and I am Irish on fucking St. Patty's Day. No. Well, my birthday's my birthday's three days before St. Patty's Day, so I'm definitely Irish that week. <laughs> Jameson and Bailey's and all. Uh, you don't have a pint of Guinness, you're not nothing at all from Ireland, right? Oh, no, I definitely drink Guinness. I definitely drink Guinness. Yeah, All right, Dennis. Then you're then you get in the club, mate. We'll send you one in the mail. A bunch of potatoes and cabbage, too. No beef, though. Uh, I do I, potatoes I and cabbage. And the Irish I soda bird. No Guinness. I used to love shepherd's pie. That's that. my shit. Shepherd's yeah. pie is good. Can't. They have a vegan no. one. I was today years old just now that I didn't know shepherd's pie was an Irish dish. Mm-hmm. Or pilon, if you're Spanish, make it without what? the potatoes and make it with uh, maduros. That's all that's that is. Pilon is a Spanish shepherd's pie. Nah, that should have bulked me up fast. I'll go from fucking 185 to two fucking 100 real quick. I'll be on my weight class. Y'all niggas is trying to fuck me up. That just means you got to work harder. Well, how did you start the podcast? How did I start yeah, the that's what the word is about that. Because oh yeah, I got a big, because I got a big mouth and I'm obnoxious, and a lot of people like to hear what I have to say. Apparently, so because you're a fascist, I second the <laughs> I second the first loud. two motions. You are loud and obnoxious. Obnoxious. Okay, I did not get like that. Cut out was like was weird. I heard fascist. I'm like, like what? Is he talking about? <laughs> okay. Looked like an album cover at the same time. Mm -hmm. I actually took that picture. I actually took that picture. I was working in Riverdale. I was doing deliveries in Riverdale. You gotta let our graphics team get a hold of that picture. I Riverdale. Was, um, I was doing um I was doing deliveries on Uber Eats in Riverdale. Don't ignore me. You need to let our graphics team get a hold of that picture. Okay, that's fine. You do that. Just send it to me. Oh. Okay. Then we're gonna see what's the work. So yeah. So, yeah, the picture, the picture without the words. So, what do you talk about on the podcast, man? Because honestly, up until like literally we finished the last podcast, I didn't know this was happening. So, like <laughs> me and the rest of the junkers, what are you talking about? All right, so we talk about a variety of things. The reason I created the podcast was for um, people to network with each other and share fan bases so that they can build their 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 network okay so like any specific like industry or no originally we started with fighters i had um i had a um what's the word episode seven i crept up on there so there's 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 a dude that reached out to me actually a dude from nigeria like a couple of mm. months ago he's a boxer and um, he reached out to me and he was like, yo, if there's any way you could possibly help me, like try to, you know, because it's hard or whatever, da, 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 da. Like he told me that, 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 you know, that they really fucked up out there. And it's true. I saw videos out, out where they, they box in the street, bro. No ring, no nothing. They wow. 
He told me they were basically boxing to eat at night, bro. Mm. That's just crazy. So, so, had, uh, so I'm just saying, there. if we like, if we send like a Benil over there, can we like, can we like make somebody fight? I don't know. Probably I mean, not. Are you I don't know somebody? Are you trying to sponsor a fighter? Maybe if all I gotta do is send some food. All right, so look, he wanted me, he wanted to ask me, all right, this is what he asked me for. He asked me for a quick safety equipment. Okay. So, I thought about it. so I thought about it, yes. He asked me to send them safety equipment. It was a lot of little kids in his group. So I was thinking about it. I'm like, yo, let me talk to the team. Maybe we can figure something out or whatever, whatever. So wait, wait, wait. When you say safety equipment, are you talking about fighting safety equipment or for the street, like cones and shit? No, 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 no. It's like safety equipment for boxing. Headgear, mouthpieces, new gloves, boxing shoes, um, groin guards, rib guards, things like that. Um, uh, mitts, you know, things like that. Cups. Okay. You gotta get the dick protectors. And, and, um, we just, we, we were just corresponding and I had this idea and I was like, yo, a lot of people know me. A lot of people tune into what I do anyway because I make music and I wrestle and I do this and I do that. So I was like, I can start giving people an audience. So I'm like, yo, voice of the voiceless. The people hmm. that don't have the platform, the people that don't have those connects, they don't know those people. All right, well, there's a local dude. Hit him up. He'll put anybody on his show as long as they're interesting enough and they can hold a decent conversation. Word, okay. That, that's, it's funny, like, that's kind of your angle because um, I was starting and working in a company myself that we've been we've been working and doing stuff for a few years. We actually threw two uh, music and art festivals, like, maybe six years ago now in Waterbury, oh, that's Connecticut. Dope. That's dope. Oh, wait, and um, we, um, uh, where, where, Jason, uh, where, where Jason used to live, Waterbury. You, you come on, you're the host and you select an EMF? Yeah, that's where that's where we that's where we met. We met in Toys R Us there. Yeah, we used to be co-workers. I remember when you worked at Toys R Us. But um uh we went on hiatus for a couple of years. And um we came back last year and we were starting out online and like our main goal is to be like a liaison for other people like that and like be a place where people who don't get exposure but deserve it can get exposure. You know what I mean? Like to actually be a hub for that. So like the people that aren't getting the top plays on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes or something like that, create a space where everybody who gets up here, our point is not to make everybody spotlight, but to put everybody in a spotlight and have a chance to, and that people come and find them, but like do it in all categories, not just like in music, but like in your art, in football, sports, all those kind of things. And just be like, yo, creative block come through and just like show us what you got and let us put you on a platform that's popular so that you can get up there where you believe and actually you know be big hitters Hell yeah. I mean, it, seems like, it seems like we have a similar outlook on things then yeah yeah because i i feel like there's a lot of people that don't get the play they deserve and that's why people there's people that get accolades they don't deserve to be honest because of that and that shit got to change. There's a lot more great stuff out there. We just don't play it because people decide, oh, that's not marketable. We're not doing that. Now, fuck that. We're going to decide what we're marketing. Thank you. I was just about to say that. We decide what the fuck is marketable. You know what I'm saying? You can, we you control can our content. 
You know what I'm saying? We the people. We we gotta understand that us as the consumers, we control we everything. And if we're interested, we got power. Shut up, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh yes. You Go to Sugar hands, Works. You can't put the and hands on other people and expect them not. In to the name of the wolf. Let me not say that name. I'll get sued. Sugar Works. No, the thing is, the thing is, people gravitate toward me whether it's negative You're or muted. positive. We said no rat with liquor. Oh, I don't care what they're going to do. Cut my tail off. And your balls. Oh, Disney can't do it. Disney can't do it. Your mic is messed up, Weiss. Unmute your mic. <laughs> the manager has spoken. Free speech. I didn't Free speech. That's right. But This is why we call you Mickey the Rat, nigga. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Especially since I have it everywhere, I'm like out. Like. Um. So what do you got? What do you got coming up? No, I was gonna say. So, <laughs> what were you saying right there before? <laughs> or what were you trying to say? We, the people. Seems Not like we you, have a similar, motherfucker. It seems like we Mel. have a similar. It seems like we have a similar agenda. You know what I'm saying? Because I see all these, all these platforms, and all these platforms. If you don't have a following, or if you ain't a real big celebrity, they they really won't fuck with you. So I figure. I give all these people. I know a lot of talented people. I know a lot of interesting ass people. Why can't I just you gotta to have thick skin to follow us? Why can't I just talk to my friends about what they do? Fuck what I do. Niggas already know what I do. I want to know. Well, I mean, I, I know what my friends do, but I want to introduce my friends and the people I know, my peers, to the world. Fuck it. Well, how about this, buddy? You introduce your friends to us, and we'll introduce our friends to you. You know, a wise man, a wise man once said, tell your friends to get with my friends. We can be friends. We can be friends. Shit. We can get against every motherfucking weekend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I can't stop, because I won't it's stop. About, it's about and networking. It's about networking i know pe i know people <laughs> i know people on different ends of the spectrum that do the same shit so why can't I, why can't one of my friends be like oh like all right take for instance my guest yesterday salma castillo she's a freaking performance artist she does pole dancing no she's not a stripper she's a dancer and she, dancing. Does, and she does synchronistic hula hooping and things like that i have another friend that does hmm. that they don't know each other but because you know, you but have because to I put her in, on the right platform with the right people. Now, I linked her with another friend, and now they're about to do their thing together. So now, because of me, something beautiful is going to become of me linking motherfuckers together. I like that. Right. That's a good feeling, right? You're becoming a plug. I'm the plug, but just not for the drugs. Exactly. I'm the talent I mean, plug. A plug I'm doesn't necessarily mean the drugs. That's what I do. I look at talent. I recognize talent. And I help market and manage that talent. And I help put talent on my platform as part of my management and marketing thing. Well, who's on the next episode? Who's on the next episode? Um, well, I just did the first part of episode seven with Miss Castillo. Um, actually, my artist, Lil Dizzy, is going to do the second half. Okay. 
He's from Kensington, Maryland. He's like I said, he's a comedy rapper. Real good kid. And he got a nice little freaking following. So I'm kind of hyped to be working. We about to link up. We about to link up. So I just put some numbers on hey. my first video. I just hit like seven thousand. Nice. And he recognized that and he's like, yo, that's organic. And I'm like, yes. He's like, can you do the same for me? And I'm like, yo, I'm new at this, you know. I'm 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 you know dabbling in this. I'm getting my feet wet in this. And you know. And he's like, okay, I trust your process. You know, I like what you're doing for you. And if you could help me with that, I'll pay you. And you know, we're in that Word. we're in that mode right now. That's dope. Yes, That's sir. definitely dope that you're you're utilizing your talents well. Oh, you yeah. know, it's like, a lot of people well, is like universe, you do a lot the of universe, stuff. Look, the universe granted me a gift, and I used to use it for fucked up shit. <laughs> you still do, you bastard. What? Because I still talk shit. I I just talk good shit now. I used to talk <laughs> bad shit. Daddy. Yes. You can watch it. That's why I gave you my phone, sweetheart. No problem. I don't expect you to go back to sleep because you already fell asleep for a few hours. But when dad goes to bed, oh, go how about sleep. this? Okay. Dad how life, about guys. this? Sir? Dad life. We guys. know that dad life is crazy. We know. We know. I love so it. We're going to do this here. I we want to thank you, real. No, never. But we do want to thank you for bringing what's the word to talking junk after dark. We're going to let everybody go on uh, this lovely Friday night and be sure to catch the break room tomorrow night. We're talking about John Meth, Joe Methany. I swear, every time he says his name, I'll be thinking like he's a meth head and like we're talking about a meth empire. Sounds like he's saying meth head wrong. That was a fat ass. Meth head. With all the crap he was doing, he probably was a meth head. Look, just, just people be functional when they do drugs, all right? When they're successful. That's true. They affect, they have drugs affect people from both ends of the spectrum, from the rich to the poor, man. Mm -hmm. 24 hours, we'll find out. But Mel, thank you. You Um, don't know yet? Thank you, guys. Why don't you tell us uh, before we we cut out? Where can we find all your stuff? Okay, quick. Mel the Blind Fury on Instagram. Also, Third Eye Entertainment is the label name on Instagram and the management team. You can follow us too. Um, anybody looking for exposure or multi marketing and management services, call at me. You know, I'll be more than happy to to work with anybody of any budget any walk of life you know what i'm saying you know i'm a humble person so i try the pony love to try to be accepting of all people and you know love is love and you know you can find me also on i animal 4535 on youtube that's the media page uh there's music documentaries beat videos bunch of things check that out all right we will be sure to check it out and for the crew here at talking junk and the hooligans on the break room, thank you and good night. Bang! Night, junkers. Yay! <laughs>